Hey, Dax. Welcome to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host and founder, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. We are the premium location where women physicians come and learn about building profitable businesses so that they can have the freedom to live their best life. We have a business program. We have this podcast. We have conferences and summits. We've published books together. And we've also done some fundraising. Join our supportive community of over 9,000 women physicians as we network and support each other. You can learn more at our website at fpestrong.com. If you like this podcast, could you do me a favor and give it a great review? Also, make sure to share it with another doc who can benefit from it. All right, let's get started. Hey, docs. Today, we're going to be talking about using LinkedIn to build our network. When it comes to business to business, by far, LinkedIn is the best platform. So if you don't already have the app, go ahead and download that on your phone. Or what you could do is use a desktop and go to LinkedIn.com and build yourself a profile. For your profile, you need a headshot. Make sure that it's a professional headshot. You'll need a username. Make sure that your username is your name. Don't go using your business name unless, of course, you want to build a business page, but that will be another episode. You have ample space to use a background photo. What that is, is it's another photo behind your headshot. Now, on my account, or you can look at several other accounts, you can see how people are using that backboard. You don't want to just leave it blank. It comes with a default blue, kind of like stars. Don't use that. Either have somebody create a graphic for you or use something representative of you. I look at it like it's a billboard. When people come on your profile, they'll see it. So with mine, because we have the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Group and we also have the business school, I advertise that. I have a picture of myself as well as information about our group and also the mission of our group, how we empower other women physicians. So think about ways that you could use that background photo. You also have a headline. Now, depending on what your job is, you could put the title of your job, but you also want to do more than that. You want to do some keyword research. And what I mean by that is I'm going to use an example of a data analysis. If you're a data analysis, what are all the terms that people would search for to find a data analysis? What are some of the jobs that you do within the industry that people would be searching for? For me, with my job, I do some medical coding and and auditing, so I put that there. I also speak a lot about women empowerment, so I put that there. It doesn't have to just be one thing, but I strongly encourage that you be known for one thing on LinkedIn so that when you go there, you have a specific goal. You don't want to be talking about several different industries because someone coming from your profile, looking at your profile, may be confused. So I really push the women empowerment when I'm on LinkedIn. And that's one of the first things that you see in my title. I do other things, like I mentioned, the medical coding and billing, auditing. That's later on. When you look at my headline, it has some keywords in there, all about women empowerment. When I do my post on LinkedIn, most of my posts, greater than 90%, revolve around some woman empowerment, woman in business. So think about the keywords that you want to use, research them. There are different websites that you can use as far as knowing the volume. If you want to go to Google Ads, you can open up an account. There's other websites as well. Just go ahead and hit something like volume of search terms 
and then kind of play along with keywords that you think would be uh, people would be searching for. And you want to make sure that you include those in your headline. You also want to include those keywords in your summary. And your summary should be very easy to read. It doesn't have to be paragraphs and paragraphs. Bullets, I think, are better where people kind of skim. Or maybe paragraphs that are only one or two sentences that people can easily skim your summary and have an idea, again, of what you're offering, what you do. So take some time with your summary. Take a look at other accounts, how they're doing it. I start mine off with a quote, and then I go on to what I do as far as speaking. I have the business school. The contact information. There's information there for your contacts, whether you have a website, maybe it's just an email. Decide on how people can contact you and make it very visible because, again, you're on LinkedIn for greater opportunities for yourself. So make sure all of this is optimized. You want to list your work history and the certifications that you have. You want to list your skills. There's an area there where you can list your skills. So go ahead and list all of them. Again, take a look at other accounts people that are in your industry and see what skills they're listing and make sure that you're not missing any of them. If by chance you do a skills assessment or something that you scored high on, you may want to do a post on that or include that in there as well because again, people are coming to your profile and they want to know what you're all about. Now, when you start doing posts, there is an area that you could do pin post and that is a post and on the right-hand side, if you look after you post, there's, there'll be three dots Go ahead, click those three dots, and then pin that post to the top. All it is is it'll say pin the post. And so again, when you're looking at other accounts, see if they have any featured posts or pin post. And again, it's somebody coming to your profile, knowing what you're all about, seeing what you're posting about, and those pin or featured posts are at the top, so they're easily identified. So go ahead and use those pin posts. Now, when it comes to creating content, People say to me, I don't know what to post. I don't know, you know what I should be doing. Your profile is all about you. But when it comes to posting, it's all about other people on LinkedIn. Like really think to yourself, what is in it for them? Why would people want to spend the time with your post? Because there's so much information on LinkedIn. They're going to be scrolling and scrolling. So what makes someone stop and look at your post? Well, think about the picture that you're using. You don't really want to do stock photo. Yes, there's stock photos out there, such as uh, Pixabay, iStock Photo, Shutterstock. But when you start doing stock photos, there's um, AI, artificial intelligence that LinkedIn is using. And they know that those pictures that you're using are either original by you or if they're stock photo. And they give less points or less reach to those that are stock. So when you're out at conferences, when you're meeting people, if you're doing business meetings or whatnot. If you go through my posts, you'll see there's uh, the posts that get the most engagement are those that have people in them and not just one person, multiple people. So think about any of the events that you attend, doing pictures like selfies with other people. If it's just one picture by yourself, less likely to get engagement. And if it's a stock photo, that's probably the worst that you could do. So be careful of what the photos are that you're uh, posting. And then along with that photo, think about what the message is. Remember, you want something inspirational. You want something that shows your perspective. That's not copy and pasted from somebody else. Truly your opinion, your perspective on something. You could go doing something like industry news. What I strongly recommend is doing a picture pertinent to that or relevant to that industry news. Putting your perspective in the post itself. And then in the comments after it's published, 
you could put a link to the article. When you start putting links in the actual uh, post itself, LinkedIn doesn't appreciate that because what that is going to do is you have somebody on LinkedIn and then they click the link and now they're off LinkedIn, which is a problem, right? Because LinkedIn makes money through doing advertisements, having people on their platform. And when they start doing advertisements to companies, companies want to know how many users there are, how often they're on LinkedIn. And so all those are put into the statistics as far as offering the highest price for an ad. So again, when you're clicking off going outside of LinkedIn, LinkedIn frowns upon that. What you could do as far as making introductions, people always say, I don't know how to make introductions. Well, you know, start connecting with the people that you already know. And what happens out when you make a connection, you could run the list. It depends on the settings. Some settings are private. You won't be able to know who their connections are and others are open. So then you could run their list, see if there's any connections, and then ask for an introduction. I saw that you're connected with so-and-so. Do you mind doing an introduction? It's really just the ask. The most that anyone can ever say is no, or they could ignore you, but it doesn't hurt to ask. And that's really how you go building up your engagement and your connections, your network on LinkedIn. Making sure that you're searching out people, say, for instance, you want to get to know a certain business or you're thinking about going to work for them. Search out the business page, see who the employees are, see if you can make connections with anybody and take it from there. And again, start with where you are. Start with the people that you know. And I hear, well, I don't know that many people, but that's not true. Who you grew up with, who you went to school with, perhaps people that you've worked prior jobs with. It starts adding up who you know. And when you start connecting with them, again, you'll see who they're connected with and you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember this person. Just increase your network. It doesn't hurt. There's areas there to do skills endorsement for people. You may want to take a look at their profile and do some skills endorsement if you know them. You may want to share other people's posts and again, add your perspective to it. People appreciate when you share their content, right? It helps their word get out, their message get out. Another thing when you're posting content, you may want to use some hashtags. Hashtags are a great way because they're searched. And speaking about searching, when you're on LinkedIn, it does give you a box to search. So you could search post, you could search people, you could search companies. So again, if you're a data analyst, you may want to put that hashtag in or any hashtags related to data analyst and search it and see what comes up. And you'll see those posts that are coming up. Share it and add your perspective. You may want to make contacts with people that have that hashtag data analyst. And again, you may want to connect with people if you search data analysts, like start making connections. There's a button there that says connect. Connect with them. There are a free option and a paid option. I don't have the paid option, not yet anyway, but the free option allows you to do so much. All of this that I'm talking about is all free. If you want to optimize your profile with what we mentioned, you want to post on a regular basis. And then lastly, you want to have create a mode on. Create a mode allows you to have insights. And I always say data is king, right? You want to make sure that what you're doing is working. So when you start posting, you'll see how many impressions that post got. The lower impressions, less people saw it. So again, if you're using a stack photo, that could be a reason. The time of day, you want to um, basically test that. What type of day works best for your audience? What gets you the most impressions? What type of post gives you the most impressions? I can tell you I came across an article recently, and this was in June 2023. They mentioned LinkedIn favoring original content 
favoring perspectives to your original content, not necessarily cutting a news article or the website URL, it's called the website address to that specific article. So think about ways that you can make original content. You really want to become a thought leader, right? So pick one thing and stick with that. Like I mentioned, you can share the post. You definitely want to be positive. I would refrain from being negative. Nobody likes that. You want to do those pin posts that we talked about. It's also an opportunity to join groups. Search the groups out that are on LinkedIn. Is there anything relevant to your industry? Again, when you go in these groups, it's all pertinent or relevant to your industry. You want to see what people are posting. You want to make connections with those people. Groups are another way to increase engagement and meet like-minded people, make those connections. I always think when I'm doing a post, like, how could I be helpful to somebody else? And that's a lot of what inspires me. I have something on my mind. How could this be helpful? Remember, someone wants to read your post. They say to themselves, what's in it for me? Why am I going to stop and read something? The other thing is reaching out to people. That's like how you make connections with somebody you don't know at all. Find common ground. Are they in the industry? Do they know mutual people? Do they do a post that you like? You may want to say something very simple like, I enjoyed your post on such and such, and I look forward to connecting with you on LinkedIn. And then if you want to do like a coffee or a virtual meeting, you may want to take a little bit more time, really get to know their profile, what they're posting about, and reach out. You could say something like, I hope you're well. I find your profile through either a mutual group or a connection, or when I was searching, I'm interested to learn more about your background in whatever it is, and tell, share a little about what you're doing, and just ask, do you have availability to connect online, to do like a virtual coffee? Again, all they could do is ignore you, or respond and say, I don't have the time. You may want to ask them to make a connection for you as well. If you're not able to meet with me, do you know someone else who could meet with me? And when you get familiar with posting and you're increasing those connections, another thing you may want to do is a newsletter. The first time you do a newsletter, it goes out to all your audience, whether they want to accept it or decline it. So if you have a few thousand followers and you do that first newsletter, you can get a lot of people that sign up for your newsletter right away. So that's the first time. When you do your second newsletter, those people that have already connected, that accept that they want to subscribe to your newsletter, they actually get an email now. And again, this is all on the free version. You don't have to do a paid version for this. They get an email about your newsletter once they subscribe. So yes, it'll, they'll get a notification within LinkedIn, but they'll also get that email. If you decide to do some ads, they could be very costly in a very short amount of time. So any way that you can make a connection where people are seeing your content on a regular basis is, is key, right? You save yourself a lot of money. It's time versus money, but it doesn't take that much time, especially if you're doing a content calendar where you have things planned out. I find myself, if I don't plan it out, it's a problem. It's a problem because I sit down at the computer. I'm like, mm, what am I going to post about? And then all my creativity and anything that or inspiring posts are gone. So what I do is when I'm on LinkedIn and I see something, I'll either snapshot it. I kind of keep like a little data bank. So when I'm ready to post, I go back. Or when I'm planning my content, I go back and I look at that. Maybe I'm online and I see something. I'll copy that address. I'll put it in my calendar. So again, when I go to post, I have some resources that I can use to go and post about. 
And then lastly, we spoke about monitoring. Make sure that creative mode is on. Make sure you're looking at your insights. You can see if your insights up or down, if there's increased engagement, decreased engagement, what posts are getting the most engagement, and study that. When you spend some time studying that, you'll know more. Like the next time you go to post, you'll have a better idea of what's working and what's not working. So I hope that this has been helpful. If you guys have any questions, reach out to me. We do a podcast once a week at the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Group. It comes out every Monday. So do, do, do me a favor, subscribe if you like this. Go ahead and give it a great review. Most of all, share this with another doc that can benefit from this. All right, guys, have a great week. I'll speak to you on another podcast and in our group. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.